friends, and welcome into another edition of the JMAC Podcast. Please take a minute and like and subscribe so we can help spread the message about this channel and all of the important things we talk about and also the fun things we talk about. Today being another edition of JMAC Quickies. These are stories that I've seen out there that make me laugh or that are interesting, but maybe they don't justify an entire podcast. So there are three of them today. So the first story has to do with how inmates are getting drugs into prison. Now we've seen all kinds of examples of how drugs have made their way into prisons. And I think the most common one that we've seen is inmates somehow bribing guards to bring in the drugs or to bring in mobile phones or other contraband. We have also seen recently, and we've covered this before, the use of drone technology. You know, you attach the drugs to the drone, drone flies up in the air, flies over the courtyard, somebody catches it, boom. So these are some of the things that I've seen. But what I haven't seen is the use of live animals to deliver contraband into the prison. Perhaps this is the very first case. Here it is, pigeon busted, flying into prison with a backpack of meth. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is this is one prison official. He says, we've been focusing so much on drone interdiction. Now we have to look, I guess, at pigeons again. Uh, apparently, this was a problem in the past. Uh, one expert from the Vancouver Poultry and Fan- <laughs> Fancy Pigeon Association. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's what it says. Um, For those of you that are watching, you can see it right there on the screen. For those of you listening in on the podcast, yes, there is something called the VPFPA, the the Vancouver Poultry and Fancy Pigeon Association said there are two plausible ways to use a pigeon to deliver drugs. Uh, One... Someone could just throw the frighted pigeon over the fence into the prison. Now, I maybe I'm just ignorant here, but if you're gonna if you're gonna take drugs and wrap it around a pigeon and throw it over the wall, what's the purpose of the pigeon? It wouldn't a rock work? I mean the pigeon can't fly because you're throwing it over. I just, I, you understand what I'm saying? Put in the comments why you think that this would work. Uh, the second way is that an inmate could spend months training the bird from the inside to recognize the prison as its home. Someone would get the bird to the outside fasten its cargo and release it to return home to the prison. So in the first <laughs> in the first case, you have to just strap it to the bird and throw it over the wall like a rock. And in the second case, you have to spend months training the bird, but the bird has to get to uh, the smuggler. And the only way to do that, because you can't train the bird somewhere else to go, 
Well, you're in the prison. So the only other way to to do this is somebody's got to smuggle the bird out. So now you're smuggling contraband out contraband. <laughs> I guess you could call it contraband. You're 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 smuggling contraband out of the prison. Is this in a pocket? Is this I, this whole thing just seems bizarre to me, but apparently it happened. So there must be a way to do it. You know, people in uh, in prison, uh, they have a lot of time on their hands. And so perhaps, <laughs> perhaps pigeon training is something that can be useful. Uh, the one that just boggles the mind, though, is throwing the pigeon over the wall. I'm just not getting that one. Uh, tell me what I'm missing, friends. Put it in the comments if you understand how that works. So we'll continue on this theme of uh, criminals doing, I don't know, bad things or dumb things or creative things. Um, the first being throwing the pigeon over the wall. Now let's talk about what to do when you have broken into a home and there's too much stuff for you to carry out. How do you how do you handle that? Do you call a U-Haul? Do you uh, I don't know call an Uber? What do you do when you find yourself in this dilemma? Well, <laughs> this is from Boing Boing. Apparently, a, a bunch of burglars broke into a home. Then they called nine one one to help get aid moving their stuff. I. I just sit here sometimes and and wonder if this, you know, in today's world of fake news, is this, can this really, I mean, I again, I'm just baffled here. Um, apparently deputies had been searching for this suspect, a male suspect, after identifying him from security video as a burglar at a Dollar General store in Florida, where several items were stolen earlier in the day. The sheriff's office said in a statement um, that this happened 35 miles outside or south of Orlando. While talking to the deputies, the female suspect told them that she had called 911 for the purpose of having law enforcement help them move their belongings from the house that they were burglarizing. They also wanted to get a ride to the airport so they could spend the weekend in New York. <laughs> Quote, deputies did help them with their belongings. You know, we talk about uh, community policing and police officers being more helpful and, uh, you know, de-escalating the situation. Well, in this case, deputies did help them with their belongings and did give them a ride, uh, but it wasn't to the airport. It was to the Polk, Polky, the Polk, Polky, the sheriff's office said in a Facebook post, and they are welcome to stay there all weekend long. He said, the po pokey is much better than New York anyway. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Is this real? I, I Who's my news source? Oh, boing boing again. Is this real? It. I. 
sometimes I'm just left speechless. And finally, let's end on a very interesting note. This is a breakthrough in science, and it is not funny. It's very serious. And I think it could be amazing if they can find a way to deploy it properly. We've had for a while the ability to sense uh, gunshots. We've had this technology to be able to sense the noise and identify it. But it's been very difficult to deploy the technology. Well, maybe that has changed just a little bit. This is from Engadget. The headline is that the Department of Homeland Security says it has developed a portable gunshot detection system. Now, when I first heard of, of the gunshot detection system, I was thinking about uh, like in schools, in malls, in workplaces. And, and I think we will get to that point. Um, I mean, wouldn't it be amazing if after the first shot that everybody was notified and they could all run, seek, fight, hide, whatever it is that they're going to do? That would be pretty spectacular. Well, currently this system is designed for outside use. Now, again, from Engadget, it says the Department of Homeland Security says its science and technology division has created a portable gunshot detection system with the help of a company called Shooter Detection System, SDS. The agency notes that whereas other systems only detect audio, this is what I was talking about in the past, SDS Outdoor can pinpoint flashes of gunshots as well. DHS claims this approach can reduce false positive rates. Now, they haven't disclosed details about the accuracy of this system. Uh, SDS, which is uh, owned by Alarm.com, says its indoor gunshot detection system has a near 100% detection rate with fewer than one false alert per 5 million hours of use. So again, this is what I was suggesting that could be very beneficial in indoor situations. I don't know how expensive or hard it is to deploy, but I do think we're heading in that direction. This system to be used outside took almost two years to develop and it builds upon this indoor gunshot detection tech. Prototype testing started a year ago. DHS says that the law enforcement agencies who were involved in testing helped to make SDS Outdoor more effective in alerting uh, forest responders to gunfire, even. Um, and you might be asking, what is the practical imp implementation of detecting gunshots outdoors? Well, SDS says it can be employed at temporary events in locations where infrastructure support is not typically available. It gave open field concerts such as festivals and pop-up rallies as examples of situations in which SDR, SDS Outdoor could bolster security. Many U.S. gunshot detection technologies are not easily deployed in the field or at temporary locations, uh, said somebody from DHS. This new system can be moved by one or two officers 
without the need for technicians to transport and set up. This mobile capability will help responders approach gun violence incidents with greater awareness, reducing response times, and increasing responder safety. We've seen several examples here recently where somebody has thought there was gunfire and it creates uh, it creates a, a dangerous situation on its own as people run and get trampled and those types of things. Um, critics claim that the systems aren't effective enough and may cause more problems than they attempt to solve. Past efforts to detect, detect gunshots in real time have not only wasted taxpayer dollars, critics say, they've put civilians in harm's way when officers are falsely told that fireworks and car backfires are active shooters. Uh, surveillance Technologies Oversight Project Executive uh, said that there are privacy concerns around the system, which can often be used as wiretaps or illegal wiretaps. So so the debate about the use and implementation of this system goes on. I think if it's an added measure on top of other uh, possible solutions, it could be very positive. Outdoor venues have been the target of mass shootings. Um, and I'd love the idea, uh, if we could afford it, of having these systems indoors. It makes me think of uh, Star Trek. I, I, I'm a Trekkie, sorry. You know, maybe that ruins my relationship with you. But they had indoor uh, firearm or phaser blast detection systems. So if somebody had a, a, a discharge of a phaser on board anywhere, the ship would instantly tell them where it happened. Can you imagine if we had this type of technology in schools, workplaces, and other situations? That would be spectacular. I think we're heading in that direction, but it's going to take a while for us to get there. My friends, that is another edition of JMAC Quickies. I hope that you learned something. I hope that you laughed a little bit. Uh, if you like what you heard, please like, share, and subscribe. You know, we're really starting to get a lot of videos that are being watched by a lot of people. We're getting a lot of likes, but for some reason, those people who are liking and watching are forgetting one critical element here and that's the follow. Click that follow button. That's the one that helps the channel the most. So if you can do that, that would be fantastic. I also want to remind you that all of this broadcasting and this recording and sending out to all these channels, it does come with an expense. You can help me pay that expense by going to a link, you'll see it there in the description, and becoming a member of the JMAC Members Club. There's lots of great perks and benefits. I'd love you to go there and check it out. Other than that, I can't wait to hear your comments, read your comments anyway, and I hope you have a wonderful day.